The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show celebrating its 814th episode. Yeah, that's just a number. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. A small note. <laughs> Apparently, our podcast feeds have been down for about 48 hours. They are back up. They should be resolved. They should be updating. So if you listen to the show on uh, Apple Podcast or you listen to the show on Spotify, either way, it should be updating now. We apologize for the inconvenience. Uh, we got the, the, the hamster fell off the wheel. That's the answer to it. Uh, anyway, thanks for spending part of your day with us. Uh, at the helm today, oh, Captain, my captain, it is Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley. Hello. How um, are you? Good. How are you? You know, I mean, we talked before the show. We don't have to pretend. Like, okay. I mean, I already okay. know you're doing fine, but I was asking more. Well, I was first. locked out of the uh, studio here for a while, and Tepper thought yeah. that it was oh. just terrible that I asked to be let back in. Well, so. uh, listen, I'm just saying a little high maintenance. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm uh, locked out of the studio. Only oh, for I the don't viewers. We're doing it for the viewers. Oh, the I show must go on. I don't have a key. That's not true. <laughs> you will soon learn that the show <laughs> must not go on. No, that's that's not a must is the wrong yeah. Also, let's get back to the first four through the door. Christopher Valencia, Valencia uh, Sean Burnett, Ed McElroy, and Ruben Rios. Welcome to the show, guys. Excellent. Uh, Greg Powers is here. Hi, Powers. What's up? I want to make sure I include you in this so that we're not. You know, just staring at each other awkwardly, <laughs> sitting around the table. This is, you know, it's the radio is theater of the mind, and we're really just like shattering that right now. It's the hump day recruiting show. It, it sure is. Uh, today is Wednesday, September 11th, 2019, 78 days till Thanksgiving, episode 814. 814, the number of hits for Josh Hamilton in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. That is a guy who... Um, did he get his number retired or something by the Rangers? Or he got put in the Hall of Fame? Hall of Fame. I think he got put in the Rangers Hall of Fame. Is that what they... It was yeah. Hall of Fame. Was the Rangers, yeah, the Rangers Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Yeah. See, see, I've got the Rangers game on my radar tonight. Oh, really? We have a chance in that game. Dollar Hot Dog. Is it Dollar Hot Dog? It is. Dollar hot dog. Every Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, man. Dollar Hot Dog. That's Ooh. the important stuff about Rangers baseball. You know, because baseball. I yeah. need hot dogs. <laughs> Um, I'm going uh, Sunday. We're taking Hank to his first baseball game. Nice. Does um, he have an outfit for that one? Working on it. He, Shaded seats is more important. Uh, well, yes. No, trust me. We've well, And going to his first baseball game is generous. We're going to show up. Uh, we're <laughs> going to get some pictures. And then we're going to see how long he is interested in being there, which may be four outs or something like that. And then we're going to leave. But uh, in any case. Uh, That's enough for four to five beers. Listen, four man. outs. Yeah. With, you should you make know. that work. Uh, listen, you know I'm a high effort guy. I'm a high effort player. Not a, ton of, not a ton of talent, but a lot of effort. So I'm going to give him my best go uh, with my son in my arms just chugging beers. Well, you can hold a hot dog and drink a beer and a kid at the same time. It's been done. I've what, got, I've got two go kids wrong? that are grown. I can tell you that it, it works. You can do it. You and I'm sure they turned out fine. Yeah, they're Gre awesome. Greg Powers is a parent. 
<laughs> um, who takes his kids to baseball games? A real winner. <laughs> today on today's show, guys, we got this week in recruiting with Powers, and then back half of the show, um, Matt Stepp, our high school football insider, was uh, all over the state. Uh, first, he was in DFW watching the Crowley Eagles move to 2-0, talk with the head coach, J.J. Resendez, about his uh, suddenly surging Eagles. Uh, and then we will hear from another 2-0 coach. Uh, the Midland Lee Rebels are 2-0. Uh, I know this because Clint Hartman continues to slide into my DMs every week and say, the Rebs are back. Uh, so we'll hear from Clint Hartman, the head coach of the Midland Lee Rebels, uh, coming up here at the back half of the program. <clears throat> but for now... I'm Greg Tupper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruden. This Week in Recruiting. This Week in Recruiting. Uh, with Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Uh, Powers, uh, a lot to get to in the recruiting world. A lot to get to. Uh, let's start with our prospect on the rise. And um, I believe our friend Adam Bodecker was at this game. Wow. Uh, for for Justin Northwest, um, in uh, their, their, when their wide receiver Xavion Taylor went berserker, um, five nine hundred sixty five pounds, twenty twenty wide receiver. Um, he's had some offers. He's had some looks from a lot of FCS teams, D two teams, things like that. Uh, when you catch twelve passes for three hundred nine yards and six touchdowns, I wonder if he's gonna his phone's gonna light up a little bit more. Xavion uh, Taylor certainly a prospect on the rise. Have yourself a game, Xavion Taylor. Xavion Taylor, Xavier. Xavion Taylor. Xavion Taylor, have yourself a game. It was a great game. Three hundred nine yards, sixty Ds. You mentioned it. Um, he came to our next level athlete camp back in January, mm-hmm. and he wasn't on a whole lot of radars at that time. And what I really liked about him and, and noticed right off the bat is that he runs really good routes. And he's listed at 5'9", 165, but he's much longer than that. He has a good catch radius for a kid who's only 5'9". Uh, and I think he's perfectly suited to play in that slot role uh, in an offensive college. And I, I think he hit the nail right on the head. More doors, I think, will open for him because you're looking at his tape right now. And I can tell you Taylor is more put together right now than he was back in January. So he really worked hard in the offseason to get ready for his senior year. And I think it's going to pay dividends for him as schools continue to look uh, to add pieces to explosive offenses. And he's a guy who can put up, obviously can put up numbers as we witnessed. Yeah, he is a guy who, um, again, I think the size is probably holding him back right now. He had offers from places like Angelo State, right? And places like uh, East Texas Baptist, uh, Cornell Furman. Places like that, um, but it sounds like even with even even with just you know two games under his belt, including one big time game, um, places like Abilene Christian, Rice, UTSA, Stephen of Austin, starting to turn up the heat a little bit, starting to say, "Hey, what can you do for us?" And and maybe Xavion Taylor or his trainers or um, position coaches, they may not love to hear this, but when I look at him, he looks like a guy yeah. with those long arms and. Uh, quick um, hip flip ability. He can mm-hmm. probably play corner. Yeah, too. I mean, you have to. It's something to think about. I mean, if you can, yeah, get a, a great college education and play for at a high level and and corner. I mean, he looks he looks like a corner. Yeah, he's got the versatility, and, and he certainly the size is a lot more conducive to to corner than receiver. But at the same time, look, the numbers don't lie. Yeah, and he's put up numbers. And he's, I'm not saying that he shouldn't play offense anymore. Let me just say this. Hi, Greg Tepper, professional football analyst. Um, if he catches 12 passes for 309 yards and six touchdowns in every one of his games that he ever plays, he should play receiver. 
he'll probably break a record. I would say that he would be in the in the mix for records. Um, let's get to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week, we go up to Denton Ryan. Uh, defensive end Tavion Sanders has made a call. He committed to Texas uh, on Saturday night following his visit to the uh, to the Texas and LSU game. Um, surprise, surprise, Denton Ryan's got another stud. Uh, Tavion Sanders is the, – the thing that strikes me is, is, you know, he is a super versatile athlete and a guy that it, it seems like you could put him anywhere on the field, but at defensive end, there's he's he's got a lot of mismatch uh, mismatchability, if you will. I'm creating that word. Yeah, and he really kind of started emerging on the radar um, early last fall. The first game he played in at Denton Ryan, he, he made waves at wide receiver and tight end. So when I went to, I believe it was the Mesquite Poteet game, uh, the second week of the season last year, I was like, well, I'm going to go check out this young wide receiver tight end they have. And then I watched Sanders play up front on defense. Mm-hmm. This dude gets after the quarterback Mm -hmm. and it's one of those positions now that is make or break for a lot of college teams we saw the pressure that LSU was able to maintain on Sam Ellinger in that game and I think that this is a position of need for UT going forward they need these guys on the edge of the defense who can maintain pressure on the quarterback and make him think every snap somebody's coming after me, and he's that type of dude. Last year he had 54 tackles, nine and a half sacks, two picks, and then he had 23 catches for 378 yards and five touchdowns as a wide receiver. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. No relation to Drew. No. There's two. No there's two. Or Spencer. Or Spencer. There are two. There's there's a number of Denton's big enough that there's a lot of Sanders families uh, there. Uh, but this is no relation to any of those other stars to come out of Denton Ryan. Uh, but, a, but a guy who is, is, is a superstar in Texas is, is getting a guy. I'm, I'm interested to see how they deploy a guy like him. If, they, if he's going to stick at defensive end, they're going to need to bulk him up a little bit. It's 6'4", right. 220, but the frame is certainly there to bulk up. And he could possibly play in that Joseph Osai mm-hmm. type of position, too. I can't, I can't remember exactly what they're calling it, the cowboy backer or something yeah, like that. that uh, it's yeah. probably not the cowboy. There's always, there's it's always, not the cowboy backer, but every, that style. Find it, like the buck or something the like bulldogger. that. bulldogger. Yeah, yeah, there's always <laughs> – they've always got some sort of – everyone's got their own phrase. Let's see if I can find that text depth chart. I'm going to see if they've they've got a uh, – they've they've got it listed um, on what they call it. They list it as Rover. Rover. Or no, BLB. I have no idea what that stands for. Anyway, blind side linebacker? No, know. it's the B is a, a moniker. I just can't remember what Who it knows. is off the top. I'm sure there'll be a Texas fan yeah, that'll tell us on our like, – It's called the Buck or something yeah, it's like the that. Buck backer. The Buck backer. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it's Greg Powers, the next level athlete, joining us on uh, Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Our recruit of the week is another receiver. Uh, another receiver in the gr- – or no, rather, we'll go to the underclassman of the week first. Uh, hey – uh, if you thought that Alvin Shadow Creek uh, was going to uh, go away uh, because they lost their outstanding uh, their outstanding quarterback Jamarian George, Mm-mm. I have bad news for you. They have a new quarterback. Shadow Creek quarterback Kyron Drones is uh, lighting it up. They're off to a two and zero start. He's throw, racked up six hundred seventy seven total yards and ten touchdowns. Uh, he is a stud and just a junior. And this is his junior highlight reel from the first two games that's playing as we talk about his game. And what I really was impressed by is he's a he's a guy who I know can run 
with the football. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the next two clips, I believe, after this one really shows the type of poise that he has in the pocket. When things start to break down and there's a moment of doubt, he stays in the pocket and still delivers a strike for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really impressive for a young quarterback who's really uh, starting to earn his stripes at at the very high levels of Texas high school football. Shadow Creek is good, and they look good on tape throughout the first two weeks of the season. That Summer Creek game really – opened my eyes the score in that one it was yeah. really lopsided I didn't think it would be such a blowout and then they were able to come back and put up 49 points I believe in week two and, and shut out an opponent and I think they played wall trip maybe in week yeah. two uh, so not a huge game there but drones rack has been able to rack up 677 yards and scored 10 touchdowns in the first two games and there's a chance we see them again at AT&T Stadium this is a guy who I think because uh, so he's only right now he's got an offer from Texas Southern right um, that will not be his only offer. No. There's a hot take. And I think that, <laughs> that one thing to remember is that because Shadow Creek is such a young program, such a nascent program, right? And it's a and this is a guy who did not start for them last year. And basically, he got a little bit of mop-up duty, but what can you tell against the twos, right? Uh, this is, if you want to talk about the, the kind of guy who's going to start becoming more of a name, right? he checks, he checks all those boxes because there's... In a lot of ways, there's no reason for these co- for these coach or these college programs to know about him yet. Well, now they've got two years to get to know him. He's two and zero as a starter, and he looks really good doing it. And what's interesting to point out is, you know, Texas has a commitment from Jalen Milrow already mm-hmm. at quarterback. Texas A&M has a commitment from Eli Stowers already from Denton Geyer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some top-rated quarterbacks that have already emerged on the recruiting landscape, and that's going to open some doors of opportunity up for some schools, um, possibly from out of state, to come in and get a guy like Kyron Drones or another in-state school who wouldn't have typically been able uh, to pull him in to to make it a run at him. He really reminds me of LSU quarterbacks of lore. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really who he reminds me of. It seems like the SEC would be a good fit for him. I'm not saying he's going to get an LSU offer, or call it, but. To me, looks like a kid who could play at LSU. Ed Orgeron, call Greg Powers. <laughs> um, finally, let's get to our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week is Frisco Lone Stars uh, Marvin Mims, another wide receiver in the DFW Metroplex. Uh, he is lighting it up early on. 17 catches, 478 yards, five touchdowns. The Stanford commit is our number 30 prospect in Dave Campbell's Texas football's uh, top Hot 100. And... Uh, He'll get a big test this week uh, yep. as Lone Star looks to become the first team since 1998 to beat Highland Park from Texas to beat Highland Park at Highlander Stadium. Uh, but he'll have a shot, in Mar- and if, if Lone Star is going to pull it off, if Lone Star is going to get to where they want to go, Marvin Mims is a big reason why. And let's get your take on that game. That's a big game. Mm-hmm. I mean, where, where are you uh, standing on that one? Before we talk about Mims. We could have uh, – I, I think they've got a shot. I, I don't pick against the streak. Uh, and especially when a streak is uh, is almost as old as our producer, but I would say that I think they've got a great shot, and I think that this this maybe this is one of the best teams to ever walk into Highlander Stadium. Um, that um, it would not surprise me if they came out with a win. Anyway, it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be an offensive fireworks after a defensive Mm -hmm. showdown last Mm -hmm. year. I can't remember. It was like 17 to 7. 10 to 7. 10 to 7. Yeah. Yeah. So this this year I'm predicting a lot more offensive fireworks. What Mims has been able to do is get open deep down Mm -hmm. the field. He is a deep ball threat uh, who gets off the line very quick. And uh, quarterback there, Garrett Rangel, who has been stepping in for the injured Chandler Galbin, who's been out 
throughout the first few weeks of the season has done a good job of being able to get him, throw him open deep down the field as well. And we weren't able to talk about Mims when he made his commitment to Stanford because there was another recruit that uh, had committed over him that was a little bit more highly rated, so we didn't get to name him commit mm-hmm. of the week. So it was nice to be able to circle back and, and uh, make mention of his commitment to Stanford, and especially between the for the numbers that he's put up the first two weeks of the season, 478 yards and five TDs on 17 receptions. He's been doing well. He's a stud, and he's a big reason why Frisco Lone starts the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football in 5A Division One. Finally, it's our, our This Week in Recruiting Game of the Week, South Carolina Prairie and Lancaster. Um, I'm into this. I'm very yeah. into this. Uh, you want to talk about two programs that are no strangers to putting out blue chippers. Uh, and uh, this is uh, this is absolutely loaded. You know, I think we've talked a lot about Lancaster um, at times, you know, with Lorando Jordan, uh, Johnson rather, uh, Magic Rector. But I think that South Grand Prairie is pretty loaded too. They're, they're, uh, and uh, that's going to make this, if you're a prospect hound, this is a game that, that you're going to want to get some eyes on. I'm counting up. I got 23 prospects Jeez. from Lancaster in the, si- in the system, which, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, I'd go out on a limb and think that maybe Lancaster has – they're up there with Shadow Creek and North Shore with the most prospects right now in Texas high school football for college to, colleges to come by and check out. And South Grand Prairie is one of those teams that's always tough and hard-nosed and has a lot of talent. I really like the young talent that they have in D'Amico Nathan and Keelan Robinson at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a 2020 prospect that's a bit of a sleeper, then keep an eye on Milton Pfeiffer, who's an outside linebacker safety. The rover position that we kind of talked yeah. about earlier, he's that same type of player. And then Lancaster's loaded up. Lorando Johnson, he's committed to, to LSU. Theron Stroops committed to Baylor, defensive backs, both of those guys. And then on the offensive side of the football, you have Kansas commitment Magic Rector. And then, of course, you have a couple of uh, stud wide receivers in Latrell Caples and Faison Wilson, who's a 2022 prospect, uh, to really get to know. He was a DCTF top 25 guy uh, in the magazine this spring. He is. Um, he's studying there. They're absolutely loaded. By the way, I think they just call him the B. That's what they call it. It's just the, the B, the hybrid backer, the Joseph gotcha. Asai position. He is Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Powers, appreciate your time. Let's do it again next week. Let's do it. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. If you want more insights from people like Greg Powers at our recruiting site, TexasFootball.com slash recruiting, you can find it. If you become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Plus a lot of great stuff, including went up today, our computer projections for every week three game in Texas high school football. And by the way, I got a message, I think, from the guy who does the um, the play-by-play for Rockwall Heath, and he was asking, he's like, hey, you missed the Richland Heath game. Um, I think because we, we had listed uh, them as Fort Worth Richland, because that's how uh. UIL lists them. Um, anyway. Control Gotta F. look in the Fs Control F that bad R. boy. <laughs> control, control F that bad boy and search it. In any case... Uh, you can find those plus many, many other great uh, insider-only content, including Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast, which is now in your feed. It is up. It is back it's up. up. So uh, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, texasfootball.com slash insider. Makes a great gift as well. Um, uh, what is a holiday that is coming up? Have we missed Flag Day already? That was June. June. You're way off. Halloween is coming. We're not doing Halloween. What's okay, a holiday? Okay, wow. Holidays, September. 
Um, what's a holiday in September? I don't know. Um, oh, uh, on the 23rd is the autumnal equinox. Get your get your sweetheart a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider subscription for the autumnal equinox at texasfootball.com slash insider. There are few people that celebrate that holiday. I doubt. I think. Wow. I would think. Well, it is wow. the start of fall, I guess. I mean, that's nicer weather. You know you what? Can, you, you can go what? with that. I don't think you should leaf shame people. All right. There are people who love autumn. Jeez. <laughs> Just the leaves or not? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like the weather? I don't know. I don't know what people who are into the autumnal equinox. Anyway. I'm sure, that, I'm sure that there's some hippy-dippy reason for being into it, right? Like the, some like spiritual, like cosmic reason to, to like the autumnal equinox. I feel like the nice weather would be the best thing to celebrate well nice weather you get like two weeks of fall here in oh. texas and then it's like i'm sorry we've missed the obvious one uh rosh hashanah is at the end of the week at the end of the month how could we miss that uh, rosh hashanah the uh the uh the new year for our friends who are members of the tribe so uh, get your sweetheart an insider <laughs> subscription to dave cable's text football worse. for rosh hashanah matt step was a traveling man uh, this weekend, per usual, uh, caught up with a number of coaches at the games that he was at. One of them is the head coach of the 2-0 Crowley Eagles, surging, starting to make a little bit of noise. Uh, he caught up with J.J. Resendez. Here's our conversation, Matt Sepp's conversation, not ours. Uh, here's Matt Sepp's conversation with J.J. Resendez of Crowley here on Texas Football Team. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football. I heard Eagle Stadium in Crowley, Texas, here with the head coach of the 2-0 Crowley Eagles, Coach J.J. Resendez, after a 52-14 win over Mansfield Legacy. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. feels good to get this one. And we talked on the phone this week, and, and, and you thought you guys had a chance to win, win the game, but you, you, were, you, you were worried. Legacy is a great program and, and a great team. Did you ever, in your uh, wildest dreams, anticipate uh, just you know, running out and, and – and doing this to Legacy because this is impressive. No, no, you never, you never plan on something like that against a storied program, you know, like Legacy, you know, and, and you just, you hope that you can go out and execute and play with discipline and 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 do some great things. But yeah, you never really kind of think you can do that to. So that kind of team, right? Yeah, you know, I know we, I knew we were going to play good defense, you know, and our offense has been coming along a little bit. So I, I thought we could do some good things with the way they line up to some certain formations, but, but not like that. Now. Uh, Week two, you only—I think—I think I counted. You only had three penalties for the night, and I know you want to have zero. But for week two, I think three is pretty clean. I mean, you got to be happy with that, right? Absolutely. But you know, uh, the three were worth about 45 yards of offense, <laughs> and we can't do that. Yeah. Late hit, roughing the passer, uh, and 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 you know, offsides on the on the PAT. Yeah, and, and so you know that's that's 35 yards of offense right there. We can't do that. You can't do that and play at a high level. We got to clean that up. Uh, we had some busts down in the red zone. We could have got another score. So we got to fix some stuff. You know, we'll go back to the drawing board and get ready for district play. Now your defense, you're missing missing a couple of guys tonight. You had a couple of linebackers, couple, couple of linebackers that were out. Uh, how 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 happy were you with the defense and the, and the guys stepping in? You know, next man up mentality and stepping in and, and playing pretty well. I thought. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we didn't we didn't even notice this, but the the one of the general, one of the kids that stepped up went out there with a JV sticker on his helmet. So he was out there playing. We didn't even notice till the second quarter. And we're like, holy cow, he's got a little JV sticker out there. But he did well. He made a couple of plays. Um, you know, the the kids stepped up. You know, special teams was was executed well. They got us uh, on a on a fake punt. You know, we'll go we'll go look and see what happened there. But but no, I feel good about the performance. 
Offensively, uh, you know, your running game got going. Both your running backs uh, had excellent games. Uh, your quarterback, Kevin, uh, made, made throws, and, and, and you got, I think, had three, three passing touchdowns in the day, so you were able to have some balance as well. How key is that going to be going forward as you head into district play? Uh, that's huge. We want to be balanced. We want to be 50-50 as much as you can, and I think with our running backs, we got to rotate them to keep them fresh. It's still hot. The weather's creeping up on us. And it, and it, you ready for that first cold front? Oh, I'm ready for fall. <laughs> yeah, Halloween, let's go. Um, but, you know, with, with the way we run the ball, you have to honor that with your linebackers, so it makes the play action all that much more effective. So, And, and that's the key is to, to run the ball and establish the run and then be effective in play action and try to send the ball down the field a little bit. All right, now what are you eating for breakfast tomorrow morning when you guys uh, watch Saturday morning film? What's, what's, what's on the menu? Uh, Who's in charge of that, by the way? You know, we just kind of bring our own. This kind of, you know, there might be some taco cabana, there might be some donuts, there might well, be some. What's roast your go-to after a win to celebrate a win? What do you, what do you eat on Saturday morning when you're watching film? The the fajita taco from Rosa's. There you go. And a, and a, and a raspberry peach tea. There you hey, go. can't beat it. Coach, enjoy the win. Congratulations and uh, good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Appreciate. It. Thank Great you job. having me. All right. There he is, JJ Resendez, the head coach of the two and zero Crowley Eagles. Talk with Matt Step at uh, their big win over Mansfield. Legacy? Legacy. Thank you. Legacy. Thank you. Um, one of the Mansfield schools. Anyway, big one for them. They are 2-0, and and J.J. Resendez has the Eagles cooking. Uh, Matt Sepp was also out in Abilene as the Midland Lee Rebels moved to 2-0 and with a win over the homestanding Abilene Eagles. The Rebs are back. So says Clint Hartman. Here's Matt Sepp's conversation with Midland League coach Clint Hartman here on Texas Football Team. Matt Step, Dave Campbell's Texas football here at Shotwell Stadium in Abilene, Texas. Here with the head coach of the Midland Lee Rebels, Coach Clint Hartman, uh, who improved to 2-0 on the season with a 35-21 win over Abilene. Uh, it wasn't always the prettiest win, but when you go on the road against a good good team like Abilene, I know you're, you're happy to get out of here with the win and hopefully injury-free, right? Yeah, we're injury-free. we got to win, and, and uh, we made it interesting at the end. We put twos in. They give up a fumble for a touchdown, and all of a sudden you got hands team, and it gets a little nervous. And you wonder why we got white hair as head coaches. All right. That's why you shaved it all off, right? That's why I shaved it <laughs> off, man. Uh, your quarterback, Mikey, a uh, 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 great game through five touchdowns, no interceptions, took care of the football. Probably could have had six or seven touchdowns, and those receivers kind of let him down there a little bit. And I'm sure you will uh, chat with him when film is watched. But uh, overall, your thoughts on his performance? He, he really looked good tonight. I think he's a great football player. I've said that a long time ago. And then uh, he spread the ball out, took what they gave us. Uh, you know, and I was really happy with some guys that had drops early. They came back, had a touchdown. One of them had two of them after yeah. a drop. Uh, Romero. Yeah, and yeah. Christian can be a, I mean, he's a Division One player. We just got to up some things uh, kind of his first time being in the spotlight and, and and but boy he played well in the second half and that's something to grow on uh, we tell our kids to take care of the process so if you're not playing well early don't worry about it we're about the next play we can't do nothing about it and so I think our kids did that they bought into the process uh, and we got a really good football team and now for us to be elite we got to clean up some things and that'll be us starting tomorrow morning all right, now uh, you, you mentioned uh, uh, Mikey spreading the ball around to different receivers. Uh, obviously, everyone knows about Loic and what he can do. He's been doing it for two years, and he had another, another good game again as well. I believe he had a couple of touchdowns as well. How big is it for, for your offense to where, you know, because defenses are going to focus on Loic a little bit. How big is it for, for, for your other guys to uh, really uh, step up and make plays because it keeps the defense honest, doesn't it? It keeps them real honest. Like tonight when they doubled him, we worked the other three. You can't double him and be, be good to the run. So when they doubled him, we ran the ball sometimes. Sometimes we hit him over the middle. And then if you and if you don't double him and we can get a one-on-one, -on -one, well, we like that matchup. I mean, what's better than a one-on-one -on -one with Loic Fungi? Uh, that's why the University of Texas and Baylor and Texas Tech and Oklahoma State and all those guys want him. Uh, and he's a special kid. He's a better player, uh, than a better person than he is a kid. And uh, I mean that. 
And those, those kids are fun to coach, aren't they? Boy, they're fun. They make your life. Uh, when you get a kid that's unselfish, everybody in America tells him how good he is and he just wants to go to practice. Boy, it makes life really good. Your defense, uh, I thought your defensive line really harassed their, their, their signal callers all day, really got after it. Uh, for the most part, stopped the run. Abilene had a couple of series where they, they found some things and were able to move the football. But I think for the for the majority of the game, your defensive line and front seven really controlled things. Well, we got nine of those guys that have been starting for us for three years. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, it felt good. Uh, they got a couple sets and got us some, some, some things we had to fix. But uh, for the most part, I think we had a lot of pressures, a lot of hurries, a lot of hits on the quarterback. A lot of uh, We gave a couple, like we always said. And uh, I think the thing that's unsung is, you know, their number three is a good football player. And after the first, or after the first drive, they drove down a score. Uh, we went ahead and put Carl Taylor on him, and you don't have many kids that can just go play corner. And he practices about five minutes a week at it, and, and he took him out the rest of the game. All right, and uh, final question for you: uh, You got Friday night off, or do you have Friday night off? What's what's the plan? Because you're, you're Thursday night, so you got to win. So now uh, the school day is going to be good tomorrow because you guys are, are got the win. But uh, in, in, the, in the world of coaching, there's no such thing as Friday night off, is there? No, we'll be up there at six in the morning watching film. Uh, we'll have our kids work out during a period and uh, watch film, and then uh, after school we'll come back and lift and uh, finish up the film. Uh, and then we'll probably go scatter out and watch our district opponents. You know, guys will be in Wichita Falls. Guys will be in. Uh, I'm the Coach, I'll be at the home game versus you Midland. You, 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 get, that, you pulled right, pulled rank, right? Pull rank on that yeah. one. I'll get the rank. You send, you send the younger coaches out. They, they can get on the road and they're young. They can do that, right? And, and El Paso shouldn't be nothing for them. And you got some good food recommendations for them, won't you? Oh, we'll have some. We'll, we'll tell them where they need to go. We'll take care of them on all the spots. So, coach, appreciate your time. Enjoy the win and uh, congratulations and uh, good luck for the rest of the season. We'll see you maybe in the playoffs. Hey, I appreciate you guys what you do and I'll tell you this: Rebs are back, baby. Thanks, coach. Appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate. There is Clint Hartman. The head coach of the 2-0 Midland Lee Rebels. Looking very good so far. This week, who do they have? I have... I, I, it's not like I had any time just now to look it up. Um, you're listening to live coverage of me looking up who Midland Lee is playing this week. Uh, Midland Lee is taking on 1-1 one one El Paso Montwood at home. Uh, they'll be favored in that one, so they may be 3-0. Maybe the Rebs are back. We appreciate uh, Clint Hartman taking a little bit of time to chat with Matt Stepp. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts? Uh, there wasn't all that much to address, no real questions, so unless you have any final thoughts. My final thoughts are that I can't believe that the United States lost to France in the FIBA quarterfinals. I can't believe it. Not good. I can't believe it. Bad day for America. And anyway... I'm sorry, I was talking about two things. I can talk about two things at once. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells. Of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Greg Powers and Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for free money on Texas Football Today.